0: Another big week throughout Marauders as the crew team makes history, tennis and baseball with great weeks overall the against Hudson County Eagles and the lacrosse team gets a victory question mark. Find out how that happened and how the rest of the program fare on this week's State of the Marauders podcast.
1: floater too strong, rebound tapped around, the three to win the game, no good, and Brent survived, the Marauders have won their first sectional championship since 2014.
0: Wow, unbelievable turnover. Jude Sargent, here's Jude with nine. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 111, sponsored, as always, by our good friends at D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. In this week's episode, again, we're going to break down everything that happened for St. Peter's Prep Marauders, and we'll also break down this week's Marauder Player of the Week and reveal who are the candidates for next week's award. We can always be found on any of your listed devices on Apple and Spotify, on Anchor, you name it, we are there. So be sure to search State of Marauders or follow us on the social media profile at SDT Marauders to see all of our exclusive Marauder content. As always, I am your host, Renato Rodriguez of the Class of 2010. We had a lot to talk about this week, so let's get right into the news of the week. So, make sure you download the app today via the link on the SOT Marauders social media pages. Again, the app, what what do we got on the app? You got all the live stream information, schedules, texting service for me. Information about these Bingo House that just passed. You got information about some summer camps, as well as tributes to Father Arzaro and a way for you guys to make tribute to Father Arzaro as more play the year, play of the week voting, and much much more. So again, if you have not done so, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you download the app today. Also, make sure to like and subscribe us on YouTube. Get all your highlights, get podcasts and video form, and much, much more. So make sure you like and subscribe us on YouTube at SOTM Network. Again, prep hockey looking for assistant coaches. All right. They're looking for guys for the varsity and JV level for the 2023 2024 season. Previous. And current youth hockey experience is definitely a plus. So, if you're interested, again, make sure you email head coach Brendan Roche at RocheB at spprep.org. And see the email right below on your screen as well. So, in other news of the week for your Marauders, this is a big one Jason and Justin Adamaloa, the Adamaloa Twins, class of 2018, they made it to the NFL. Yes, they they got a murky mini camp invite to two teams in the NFL. So let's take a look at what two teams that these guys will be going to. So, congratulations to Jason to gain the invite to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, let's see where Justin is going to head up. Congratulations. Congratulations to. Justin for going to the Packers' rookie camp as well. So congratulations to Jason and Justin Amalo. They've been working hard to get to this moment. They were great defensive players at St. Pierce Park. They did a great job at Notre Dame. And now they are getting one step closer to making the big leagues in the NFL. So again, congratulations to them both. We have some camps that are opening up this summer, including baseball and lacrosse the baseball team again they're having two sessions this summer see that on your screen so the baseball camp session one will start from june 26th to 29th from 8:30 a.m to 12 30 p.m at lincoln park and from july 31st to august 3rd also at lincoln park but it could be Caden point again click on the link on our profile at sot marauders To get all the information, but again, they are looking for people ages 8 to 14. So if you want to register for the baseball camp this summer, make sure you check out the link on the SOT Marauders social media app. Also, for the lacrosse guys, if you're interested, right? It's going to be from June 26th to the 29th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at JFK Field. And again, make sure to check out the SFT Morris app for more information about that. And speaking of St. Peter's Prep Lacrosse, we had Ignacio Amaro, you know, who's on the Chalk Talk podcast. We'll, we'll hear from him and Jack Bermonti a little bit later. But he has an Instagram account for his photography. And videos, played does for a lot of sports teams. So that's at Iggy's Flicks. Okay, at Iggy's Flicks again. He posted a collaboration with us, usually for the lacrosse games, on the SAT Morris social media page. So you can find him there. Well, what he did a couple weeks ago for the Stay the Morris podcast, he, along with the pool of head coach Andrew Watts, we mic'd up. Head coach, Andrew Watts, at one of the practices over the spring break. Again, we posted this during the week, but if you did not get to get a chance to look at this yet, I want to give you a brief appetizer of this mic'd up session from that spring break training session. So let's take a gander at what head coach Andrew Watts is like.
1: Got this, boys. I believe in you, fellas. I believe in you, but we just got to be locked in. I got balls! Thank you, Finn. Now Finn's playing. Now Finn's upset. You, Once you piss off Finn Freeman, it's a long day.
0: So, again, that, that was head, head lacrosse head coach Andrew Watts. With a good mic obsession there. If you want more information about that, make sure to check out the full video on YouTube, which will be out shortly on YouTube, but also at the SFT Marauders Instagram page. So, in the rest of the program this week, we had the golf team having an up and down week over while they competed in those two matches. As they took on Dwight Englewood and Blair Academy. They would defeat Dwight Englewood 155 to 163. In which again, Jack St. Legend putting on a clinic for your Marauders with a plus two score of the ball. Kevin Gomez with a plus three in second place. Central Petrocelli in fourth place. With Ashcat Argo rounding out the top five. So great job there. But then they will struggle a little bit against Blair Academy. They will go down 200 to 213. We don't have the individual scores for that one. But we do know that the golf team is now 4 and 3 on the season. And they're going to compete in the final matches this week. They take on DePaul and Mountain Lakes on Tuesday and Wednesday before the state sectional title matchup the following week. So stay tuned to see how your golf mars will conclude their regular season. So tennis, again, they just continue to dominate Hudson County play. There's going to be a good chance they might end up with some gold this year in the Hudson County Championship. They defeated Bayonne 5 to nothing, in which Yashkana would win 6-1, 6-1 at first singles. Agustia Harsha would win at second singles, 6-0, 6-0. Lucas Mirakenzie at third singles would win 6-3, 6-1. At first doubles, the team of Gene O and Kyle O would have win 6-2-6-3. And at second doubles, the team of Jeremy Camber and Jack Rousseau would win 6-0-6-0. 6-0. Then they would take on McNair's side, who again gave the Mars some, tr- some fits at times in the last couple of years. But Mara was able to take care of business, winning 4-1. Yash Khan would win 6-2-6-3. Lucas Mir McKenzie would win 6-3-6-4. Second singles. But the only loss came at third singles in which Jack so would go down 6-4, 6-3. At first doubles, the team of G- Gino and Kyle went 6-1, 6-0. And then the team of Jeremy Camber and Eric Saunders would win 6-1, 6-0. Then came a tough loss to the Pirates' seeing a hall prep 4-1. In which the only victory came from Magusia Harsh. In which he would win 6-2, 6-1. So, they have two more matches this week against Hudson County opponents in Bayou and to It's a good test for them because they have the Hudson County individual tournament. So, not the team overall, the individual tournament. Saturday afternoon from Lincoln Park. Before, they're going to take on Fordham Prep on Sunday because of the rains. They had to reschedule that matchup. So, again, Fordham Prep on the road for these tennis martyrs on Sunday afternoon. And again, tennis. Just doing a tremendous job so far to start the year. They are now, I believe they are now six and two on the year. We'll double check that a bit, but I think they are, they are six and two on the season. So, again, great job by the tennis team out there. And just to confirm, yes, seven and two. Okay, my apologies. They are seven and two to start of the year. So, baseball, they had a good week over the wall. You know, they dominated They had a tough loss to St. Joe's region. We're not going to talk about that because it's 10 nothing. Mercy World. We're not, not going to mention that. But they won the other three games this week. And the first matchup was against a Memorial side, which Shamara's needed to get something going. They had struggled before then. They lost three of the last four games. So let's take a look at the highlights. The Preps game against Memorial.
1: Fisher comes set, runner not going, 3-2 pitch, called, strike three. Laura down, looking for the first inning. 2 pitch from Fisher, comes inside, cut on and missed, strike three. Back-to-back strikeouts for Mason Fisher, and there's two away here in the big, first big inning. Ahead. Inside fastball, cut on and missed, so Mason Fisher strikes out the side as he works around a hit-by-pitch, and a walk. That one hit in the air to left field. Jimenez coming in on it. He dives, and he can't make the play. Two runs will come in to score. Porch on his way to second. He will stop right there. It's a two-run double for Sam Porch, and Prep takes an early 2-0 lead. 1-2 pitch. <laughs> Nasty breaking ball. Froze Munoz, fourth strikeout for Mason Fisher.
0: Yeah, he went with neither of them decide to, to get that. Nice little looping breaking
1: ball. Cheryl comes set, wind and fire on the 2-2. Breaking ball, throws him once again. Second strikeout of the inning for Mason Fisher. He's got five through two. Scoring position here in the second. And that one lined into left field as well. It gets down for a base hit. The round McKelly around third. The throw will be cut off. It's an RBI single for Isaiah Ruiz. And it's 3 nothing Marauders. 2 to Haynes. Is chopped on the ground to short. Going to be a tough play. Charging is Cuevas. Throw over to first. Not in time. Infield single for Joe Haynes. It's an RBI as well. And it's 5 nothing for order. Mason Fisher to give them length here in this game. As he gets called strike three on the inside corner for his sixth strikeout of the game. One thing, when you strike out a lot of guys, typically your pitch count can rise. As there's called strike three on the inside corner. Seventh strikeout for Mason Fisher. Just getting loose down there, but... Still decent pitch count for Fisher as he has strikeout number eight as Diaz chases a high foul set, kicks and fires. Breaking ball, called strike three. How about this performance from Mason Fisher? Nine strikeouts through three and two-thirds.
0: Yeah, he's been just dealing with that break. And
1: some ball. clouds come over at first pitch. As there's called strike three. Martinez down looking. Tenth strikeout for Mason Fisher. And it say. They'll say he didn't make contact, swung on and missed, Tag put on by Haynes, and it's strikeout number 11 for Mason Fisher. Kirk swings at the first pitch. It's it down the third baseline. It's a fair ball. And Fonte Meehan in to score. Chasing Kirk up to second. He'll stop right there with an RBI double.
0: He needed that. It's a great piece of hand there by Chasing Kirk to get the Mars. They're set in front of the game.
1: Guerrero trying to... Look back in Fonte Meehan at second, although his run means nothing, and <laughs> he was called for a balk, and that ends the game. Prep will win via the mercy rule, 11-1, to and maybe not as a convincing of a way to win a ball game, but Prep does so on the balk as Sam Porch comes in to score, and St. Peter's Prep beats Memorial and gets back in the win column, 11-1.
0: So that's a big win from Marauders, you know, not a conventional way to end it, but you know. Sam Porch again, number two RBIs. Isaiah Ruiz, three for three for a double in RBI. Lorenzo Camilleri, Nico Duarte, Joe Haynes, Massimo Fonte, Meehan, Chase Kirk each with an RBI. But the big story in this game Mason Fish is absolute sensational. He's been one of the best Marauder spot starters all season long. Five innings pitched, one run on 11 strikeouts. What a performance by the tall right hander. Again, we talked about they lose 10-0 in St. Joe's Regional. Again, we're not going to talk about that. But we are going to talk about senior night against Hudson Catholic. In which the Murders, Mercy for Palaguer's 400th victory as head coach. Let's see what they're able to do now. Back at Caden Point, let's take a look at the highlights. from St. Peter's prep against Hudson Catholic.
1: 0-2, oh, called, strike three, downstairs, quick work of Qual McBride makes Max Kirk, and there's one away. Going to work out of a jam. 2-2, two, two, in there, called, strike three, Max Kirk into and out of trouble here in the first. It look like... The way he's landing is impacting him as that one is lined into left field for a base hit. Camilleri sent around third. He will come in to score. It's an RBI single for the senior Sam Porch, and it's 2-0 Inside prep. the park, grand slam, as that one comes inside, cut on a miss, strike three. Third strikeout of the game for Max Kirk. 2-2, check swing. He went around. Haynes looked like he put the tag on. He did. That's the... Fourth strikeout already for Max Kirk, and quickly two outs. Nobody here in the out on his senior night as well, and he rips that pitch down the third baseline. It's a fair ball past the diving boom. Rounding third is Ligio. He will come in to score. Throw goes to second. Duarte is out trying to leg that into a double, but an RBI single for Nico Duarte, and it's four nothing St. Peter's. Full count here on Owen Perillo. Three, two, in there, called strike three. Fifth strikeout of the game for Max Kirk. And there's two outs here in the third. First pitch to Ligio is hit in the air to right field. Coming on and watching it drop is McBride out there and right. Two runs come in to score. Stopping at third is Infante Mihan. It's a two run double for Frank Ligio. And it's now six nothing. St. Peters is loaded. Pitch-breaking ball served into center field. That gets down. It's going to split the outfielders and go all the way to the wall. Isaiah Ruiz on his horse. Three runs in to score. Ruiz being waved around third. Ruiz will beat the throw home. It's an inside-the-park grand slam for Isaiah Ruiz on his senior night. And Prep blows this game open here in the third. It's 10 nothing. One, two, breaking ball, frozen, called strike three, their strikeout number six for Max Kirk. Two, two, back to the outside corner, cut on and missed strike three. Qual McBride goes down on strikes as Max Kirk picks up his seventh strikeout of the they game. Came in at number 20 to begin this week. Breaking ball, <laughs> called strike three from Liam Hester, froze Evan Almonte. breaking ball, losing the bat was Bohm. He went around, strike three. So a pair of strikeouts in the fifth inning from Liam Hester, both on nasty breaking Placing Matt Corwin as that one is lined, and it's a fair ball down the line into the corner. Into score is Ligio and there's your ball game on a walk-off RBI double from Bortman as St. Peter's Prep wins this game. Eleven to one over Hudson Catholic on senior night.
0: So again, eleven to one, both games, both games ended in the mercy rule. Isaiah Ruiz, what a week for him! Inside the park, grand slam. He's been on fire at the number nine hitter for the Marauders. Frank Ligio, two hits, two RBIs. Sam Porch, two for three with RBI. Nico Duarte, his first thursday hit on that double. Well, his single. Going to double. Got caught out second. Max Borman, the RBI single. Then Max Kirk, four innings pitch, two hits, seven strikeouts. Again, Marauders need to have the good pitch like they had in the beginning of the year. And in these last couple games, they've started to get that pitching back. Getting into the matchup now against Union City, in which the Marauders. Max Kirk did pitch that game. They got walked off in seventh inning. Now let's see how the Marauders will respond when they come back home to Caden Point in the final match of the week. So let's take a listen as Kevin Connolly would call the Prep Union City matchup.
1: He comes set, kicks and fires, breaking ball, hit in the air to left field and deep. Duarte coming back on it, and he makes the play. Nico Duarte on the move, reaches out and makes a spectacular play. There goes the runner, pitches a breaking ball, throw down to second. They got him. Strike him out, throw him out, double play to end the inning for the Marauders. Another 1-2-3 inning for Matt Corwin with with an assist. That is 1-2 pitch home. Breaking ball, frozen, called strike three. Fifth strikeout of the game for Matt Corwin as he keeps Union City 3-1 home. Is right down the middle, and it's hit in the air. Right center field in deep, and that will be over the head of Perez. Didn't judge it well. One run comes in to score. Kirk will have to stop at third. It's an RBI double. Then the ball gets away. Union City throws it back into the infield. The run will come in to score, and it's 2 nothing prep. Not sure why Union City threw... The- Swings at the first pitch and lines it into left field. That's going to get down for a fair ball. It goes all the way to the corner. Into score is Duarte Ruiz rounding third. He will score easily. It's a two-run double for Matt Corwin. And St. Peter's Prep scores four here in the fourth. It's 4 nothing Marauders. Just after 7 o'clock as Camilleri. Lines that one into right field. Martinez dives. He can't make the play. It gets behind him and Camilleri's off to the races. Into score is Lempa. Camilleri digging for three. The relay throw is high. Camilleri will be held up at third. It'll be an RBI triple for Lorenzo Camilleri. Prep adds another, and it's five nothing Marauders. Come set delivers home. Called strike three. Matt Corrin into and out of trouble here in the fifth inning to keep Union City. Forecast and two. If it did when it was going to start, as Camilleri hits that one. In the air to left field, Matthias can't find it. It's over his head. It's been really tough for the outfielders to try and pick up the baseball here today. Lempa will be waved around third, as will Camilleri. It's going to be a tough play at the plate. Camilleri held up. Lempa scores. Throw back behind Camilleri, not in time. Nick or Lorenzo Camilleri has himself an RBI triple call Lorenzo Nick as Joe Haynes lines that ball into the gap in left center field. Matthias not able to cut it off. It'll go near the wall. Haynes turning on the Jets. He's looking for a triple himself. Haynes will be in there with a RBI stand-up triple. And it's now 7-0 Marauders. 3-2. Chopped to second. Ruiz charges. Fields throws on to first. And it will beat the sliding Santiago to first, and the ball game now is officially over. Seven three is the final score. Saint Peter's Prep holds on for victory here against Union City. So
0: in the Dan Cooney Classic, the Marauders putting on his team with a steam of a five-run fourth inning. Matt Corin doing it all in this one. Two to three, the double, two RBIs, and six in the third. Of essentially scoreless baseball, seven strikeouts. Lorenzo Camilleri, two triples, two RBIs. Nico Duarte, two RBI double. Joe Haynes saw the RBI triple. And again, the Marauder team now 10 and 5 on the season. They got another big week on tap. They take on North and today on the road, before a big matchup, Union High School, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. I'll be on the call with Kevin Connolly. On D1 Media Pro. It's gonna be a high, highly contested game. Looks like no hetch of the for Milburn. He pitched on Sunday, which unfortunately I want to see how he pitched. Like a pitch in state. But let's see how the Morris Cathera gets a top 20 team before taking on Carney on the road to end their week on Wednesday. Now, the lacrosse team. They only played one game because you know they're supposed to play senior night Saturday. They got canceled because of the rain. So they lost in their only game of the week, right? Mm, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. In this week's Stay of Tomorrow's Hotline, we have Ignacio Maro, Jackson Breamanti of the Class of 2025. And again, their other Chalk Talk podcast. They're literally just recording their podcast right before doing ours. hour. So go listen to it if you're a sports fan. They break down everything in professional and collegiate sports. So they're going to break down everything from the lacrosse side of things this week as well as talk to us on how the team is preparing for the upcoming matchups against Parsippany Hills and Wachong Hills. Parsippany Hills will be their senior night game on Thursday. So let's take a listen to how they commented on this week's edition of the State of the Marauders. Hotline. Welcome to the State of the Motors Hotline, sponsored by the Torna bennett Group. They provide leadership solutions for non-profit organizations, professional fundraising, interim executives, and strategic marketing. They also provide sales, fundraising, and executive solutions for New Jersey businesses. For more information, call 201-932-0100 today. That's two zero one nine three two zero one
2: hundred. Welcome back to State of Marauders podcast. I'm Ignacio Morrow. Back to Jackson Bremonti. Yeah, and we're co- covering lacrosse per usual, but there really wasn't that much this week. Um, Marauders lost ten to eight to Princeton Day, but NJSA ruled it a win for us due to a forfeit. Yeah. Um, competitive game. They lost ten eight, but it still a good game to watch. Well fought game. Um. Both teams played great. Um, overall, it was a very good game. Um, someone someone I want to look at, not just from this game specifically, from the last from the last four games is Jed Warbacker because he has five goals and five assists yeah. over these last four games. He's just playing phenomenal and really stepping into the role that he was called upon due to the absence of Brian Kelly. Yeah, normally he's a midfielder. Yeah. And he's been playing amazing at attack. Yeah. Makes you think, like, should he play attack hypothetically? Yeah. with or... three goals against Cranford. Amazing for him, hat-trick, especially considering he didn't really get playing time last year. It's amazing to see him step into this role. I agree. Um, Adding on to that, Jude Sargent had four goals. Jed Warbacker obviously had his goal. Aiden Williams had a goal. John Currens and Connor Cagle also added other goals. Henry Walker had another amazing game with 15 saves. Oh, he's just having a great season. Um, He has 112 saves on a season through seven games, which is great. After about fifteen saves a game, so Henry Walker is playing amazing for them. Yeah, he's second in the state for saves. I saw it on NJ.com in the stat leaders. Great season. He's having an amazing season, and I think it's just—it was a rough game. Even though in the record books it'll say six and one, yeah, team still has to reconsider what happened. And yeah, um, yeah, I think just gotta move on to the next game. Yeah, Persipany Hills Thursday Senior Day. Senior Day four thirty. Pop out. Pop out. Support your boys. Seniors Connor Cagle. Brian Kelly, Sean Kegel, and Jude. Um, make sure to be there, and make sure to check out State of Marauders for updates on scheduling and all of that. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's State of Marauders podcast. Signing off, Ignacio Morrow, Jackson Ramonte.
0: To Ignacio Morrow and Jackson Ramonte again for your analysis, and again to recap how the team did. Okay, they originally lost to Princeton ten to eight, but there was an illegal transfer situation according to the NJSA, so declared a victory for St. Pierce Prep once and nothing. So the Mars are now 6-1 and one on the season. Great job by head coach Andrew Watts. Got top tough two games coming up this week. Jude Sargent had four goals in the 10-8 version of the game. Jed Warbacker goal and it says he's been on fire, as, as they mentioned. Connor Cagle, Aiden Williams, John Kearns also with goals. And Neil Ward, six ground balls, and Henry Walker with fifth team saves. Now let's look on the volleyball side of things and the inconsistencies of their season continues. They had another difficult week. They got a victory out They were to beat Norbergen at home but they took on Harrison on the road number 8 at the time in state and they got lost in two sets pretty badly. 16-25 13-25. Kyle Gorm, 7 dicks, 3 serve points. Owen Sanchez, six digs, three assists, John Cases, four kills. Andrew there are two kills, five digs, three serve points, and an ace. And the matchup at home against Union City, which they also beat the early in the year, they will lose big time again, 13-25, 18-25. Colin Gorman, 15 digs. Michael Shipman, 4 kills, 4 digs, 4 serve points. Owen Sanchez, 11 assists, 2 serve points. Gian Cases, 8 digs, 5 serve points, and 2 kills. But in their victory against North Bergen, ladies and gentlemen, they would win 17-25, so they they had a loss 5 sets in a row, okay? Until they turned it up in the second set against North Bergen, 25-13, and then the final set, 25-23, epic comeback for the Marauders. Owen, seven third points, six digs three aces. John Case is 12 third points, eight dicks, six kills. Michael Shipman, six kills, seven blocks, five five third points, an ace. Kyle Gorm, 11 dicks, eight third points, three aces. And Andy Rivera, six kills and seven digs. So they're now four and five on the season. They have three matches this week. They take on Memorial on the road on Tuesday. Before coming back home on Wednesday, they're taking on one of the best teams in the state. It's a tough matchup for the Marauders. I guess number 13, Bridgewater-Werrington. Usually one of the top five teams. I have been a bit down year this year for bridgewater but they're usually one of the top five in the state. Usually the, the cream of the crop in volleyball every year. Usually the tournament champions, they're always in it. So it's going to be a tough sledding for the Marauders in that matchup. Then they go on the road to take on Dixon. So the Marauders... They need to go at least 2-1 and this week. Tries to get back to even 500. And hopefully get some momentum going into the Hudson County Tournament in a couple of weeks. And the track team, they competed at the Penn Relays this week. You know, they're supposed to compete in that and in the Randolph Relays. But the Randolph Relays were canceled due to rain. So, in the Penn Relays, they they did a phenomenal job. The 4x100 relay team were 64th in the country. For high school boys, and a four by four hundred related team was fifty-six in the country for high school boys. So, great job! Round of applause for that. Great job. This week, they're going to take on the Jersey City Championships. I'm on the hopefully weather permitting from Lincoln Park in Jersey City, and I'm going to say the best to last guys and girls. The the best news: the crew team makes history. At the state championships, they had two events this week. As I mentioned, they competed in state championships and in the Cooper Cup. And they just absolutely smoked the competition in the state championships. The 1v Bo got, third the got first place of the wall. The first place of the wall. The Knott's 8 got first place overall, the wall. And the second v 8 Bo got second place overall. the world, Which means, as a team, they were first place of the wall for the first time in school history. Let's go, crew. Great job by the crew team. Absolutely dominant in the state championships. And then they took their boats to the Cooper Cup. v got third place. Second V-Bow got 10th place. Fresh April got first place. And now this April got second place. Overall, they were third place by nine hundredths of a second behind the second place team. So this crew team is doing a phenomenal job. And again, got to go out, support them. They're going to be out this week because they're getting ready for the Mid-Atlantic Championships, but they're just one of the most underrated teams in Marauderland right now. So make sure to support your Marauder crew team. So, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that's going to do it for the news of the week. But before we talk about the Marauder Player of the Week award, we have an announcement from State of the Marauders Student Club President Ben Novosiolik, to the student body. So Ben, let's take it away.
2: Hey everyone, this is Junior Ben Novosiolik, the president of the State of the Marauder Sports Reporters Club. If you're a student at St. Peter's Prep and you want to get involved with sports media or broadcasting, come to one of our club meetings. Dates and times of the meetings will be published on the daily announcements, but if you want more information, you can just email me at novosiolikb24 at students.spprep.org. We look forward to seeing you guys.
0: Thank you to Ben for that announcement. Again, every day students will meeting in the State of the Marauder Sports Reporters Club meeting room, which is in the Browning Center, third floor, Moley Hall. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to the seniors of the State of the Marauder Sports Reporters Club because last week was the last meeting. So, because they're going to be, Done with classes this Thursday, so again, congratulations to all the seniors out there. And now, let's talk. take a look at the Player of the Week nominees from last week's episode, ladies and gentlemen. So, in last week's episode for the Marauder Player of the Week award, we had a bunch of great nominees, including... Lucas Mayor McKenzie from Tennis, Sam Porch from Baseball, Jude Sargent from Lacrosse, Jack St. Ledger from Golf, Chad Stone from Track. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get a drum roll, please. And the winner of this week's State of the Marauder Play of the Week Award With 70% of the vote, this guy got a lot of votes this week. This senior baseball player, Sam Porch. Congratulations to Sam for this accomplishment. And now let's reveal the next week's nominations. We got five new ones to talk about. From the tennis team, Jeremy Camber. From the baseball team, Isaiah. Ruiz from the boat, Michael Ship from the golf team. I'm going to give him another nomination. Jack St. Ledger. He's been he's been red half of this golf team. Get another nomination this week. And from the crew team to help with the one V boat, Peter McLaughlin. So make sure you vote on the app. Voting will conclude on May 6th, this Saturday, 11:59 p.m. And you can vote only once on the app. So make sure you vote for who you think should be this week's Marauder Player of the Week. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for another episode of State of Mars Podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in and continue to spread the word of State of Mars Podcast by sharing our social media profile at ST Marauders to everyone you know, and continue to check them out all latest updates. Before we better do, I want to give a big shout out to Head Athletic Trainer Joe Lacella. If you've noticed at some of the sporting events, if you've been attending live, he has been assistant athletic trainer Caprice James. Again, both of them do a phenomenal job. But I want to give congratulations to Head Athletic Trainer Joe Lacella for the birth of his baby girl. Leah Juliet Lacella was born on April 27th, 2023. So again, congratulations to Trainer Joe and his wife for the baby. And we hope to see Joe continue to do jobs each and every week for the St. Peter's Prep Athletic Program. We're going to be back next week to to continue talking about how the spring season is going for St. Peter's Prep Marauders. How's the baseball team going to do against some more County opponents, especially against that matchup against Mobile? I'm excited for that one. Can the volleyball team step up to the competition, which is going to take on Bridgewater Raritan? Cross. Could continue the hot stretch tennis as well? A lot to talk about next week, but I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, let's go. Wait, 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 wait for it. Wait for it. It's going to be
2: prep. Hey, this is head athletic trainer, Joe Lacella, and you are listening to the State of the Marauders podcast
0: sponsored by D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports.